Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz, and welcome back to the show. So it's just going to be you and me steering the ship to, uh, this week, so we're just going to get to it. So there's been a lot of news uh, happening over the weekend. Some good, some bad, some head-scratchers, and some just, mm, what do you expect? And one of those things that you're going to expect is the, Zach, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. So it's been reported that it already has a, a release date. And it's going to be releasing this March on HBO Max. So, hooray. Um, March 18th, to be exact. Am I happy for it? No. Am I excited for it? Not really. What are they going to do? Just, just going to add some stuff to make it not boring? But, meh. That's all I have to say. You know... In case you're wondering what's the big deal about it, apparently there was a lot of stuff that was cut on the cutting floor when they were editing Justice League. Um, and so they say that, oh, if we add all this stuff in, it would, it would make a, the movie would make a lot more sense. And it, it would have like lined up everything for the future uh, DCU films. Um, but to be quite honest, um, Snyder was always a hit and miss type of director you know like Michael Bay hit and miss um he didn't really he thinks he thinks he knows the product he thinks he knows what he's trying to do um take for example Batman vs Superman look at that he built the whole movie just for the last maybe 30 pages of the graphic novel of The Dark Knight Returns. Second book. Yeah. So he was trying to build to that. And even that fight sucked. So when he was trying to do Justice League, man, I don't know what was going through his brain. I'm not Zack Snyder. But um, he tried to do the same thing. It just didn't work. And then you look at you look at Aquaman, you look at Shazam, you look at Wonder Woman, both of the Wonder Woman films. You know they did fine without Snyder, just you know involvement in one way or another. And they and I, th- and I think they did great. You know, so if. If, if anything were to happen, if the Snyder Cut sucks after its release, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I, you know, when, when it came out, it wasn't that great. And I'll be, I'm, I'm be honest with you, I wasn't impressed. The only people that impressed me in the film was, what, uh, Wonder Woman, The Flash... Cyborg, but you know, now they're gonna cut him out now. Um, and Aquaman, Batman was boring, Superman was boring, uh, the villains, the plot, and everything was boring. It was just the certain characters when they had their moment on the screen that's what was good. Other than that, man, movie sucked. So yeah, so March 18th on HBO Max. We'll, uh, once it's released, 
So I'll sit down, watch it, and I'll tell you what I think about it. So, but I'm saying I'm not having my hopes that high for it, <laughs> if you will. Uh, DC. Break, break my heart. You know that? You really do. So, moving from DC, um, we're going to head into gaming. And one of the interesting things in gaming that happened over the weekend that I think a lot of people haven't talked about. But uh, there's been a lot of rattling. Um, mainly from one company, and that's uh, Sega. So, there's been a couple of things that have been going on in Sega. So, um, let's see where do we begin. Um, first and foremost, um, Sonic, the voice actor for Sonic the Hedgehog, Roger Craig Smith, has announced that he will no longer be voicing um, the Blue Hedgehog. He announced on his Twitter account, Well, 10 years was an amazing run. Onward to new zones. Much love uh, to the fans who've been so kind. It's been an honor. And with that, thank you for your 10 years of bringing the Blue Hedgehog to life. You did a good job. You know, tip my hat to you. But then here's the interesting two parts. First, from a press release from Sega, was that the creator of the Yakuza series, uh, Toshihiro Nogoshi, is going to be stepping down from his position as uh, Sega's chief creative officer, or CCO, and he's going to be taking a creative director role. That's going to actually put him more closer to the game development than he would be in the C in, in his uh, CCO role. That's interesting because here's the other one. Um, Sega. There's been rumors that Sega is splitting up their amusement and video game divisions. In other words, I think they're looking to sell, or they want to be bought out. In case you don't know, let's rewind the clock back um, last year. Last year there was tons of rumors that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo were looking to buy Sega and mix them in to what they currently have. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, it does bring up a couple good things. Um, here's a couple points. One, a lot of the Sega products have been coming out a lot, especially a lot of the classic, uh, the classic games and stuff like that, have been coming out a lot on the Switch. Fantasy Star Online 2 actually came over to the West for the first time in so many years, but was originally released in Japan and uh, on PlayStation and on PC. When it came over here, it hasn't been released on the PlayStation PlayStation yet for some odd reason, and it's exclusively on PC and Xbox. But it doesn't mean that Sony does have a couple of tricks up its sleeve when it comes to Sega by having exclusive... Um, I think like a couple of exclusive games or stuff like that that's coming out. Like a good example, like Sakura Wars, Sakura Tyson series, um, and some of the retro games are coming on onto say onto the uh, PlayStation Network as well. If that were to be true, and if they do decide to sell, or you know, got bought off. 
better catch that. You better catch those Dreamcast, Dreamcast minis and Sega Saturn minis. Uh, Sega Saturn minis. Goodbye, because I doubt they're ever going to be released. Just saying it. Not only that, but also Atlas. What's going to happen to them? Not only that, but then what are they going to do with a lot of the properties? You know, are we never going to see another Sonic the Hedgehog game? Are we never going to see another Streets of Rage? Maybe we might see a new um, Golden Axe. Or not. There's so many questions that are uh, about these rumors. And what do you guys think? Because to me this is pretty interesting. Because if Sega goes down. Then all you have left from the old guard. The old, old guard. It's just Nintendo. Now called Bandai. Square Enix. That's it. So that's something to think about. It's really something to think about. Because Sega, Sega has been home to a lot of memorable games, a lot of memorable game series, a lot of firsts that they brought to um, to the gaming industry. You know. So, this will be interesting to see where where all this leads to. But I hope, I do hope, we do get our Dreamcast and Sega and our Sega Saturn minis. I really hope so. So, fingers crossed. So, moving away from gaming, we're going to be going to anime because it was some two huge major announcements that happened this past weekend as well. Uh, first and foremost, uh, TMS Entertainment has already announced Megalobox 2 Nomad, the sequel to the 2017 series Megalobox, which that was originally um, a tribute series to the 50th anniversary of Champion Joe, the manga series, or um, Boxer Joe, The Legend of Boxer Joe. Or in Japan is uh, Ashiti no Joe. They announced it in a press release. And they're bringing back the entire staff from Megalobox. Including the voice acting cast as well. And uh, the series is going to take place a few years after the ending of the first Megalobox. And they said that the announced... Uh, not the announcement, that... The series is going to have an April premiere date this spring, 2021. So, in other words, I think they've already. I think the series has been in the works for quite some time, and they're getting ready for the release. So they're just pumping everybody up for this. Um, as I said before, uh, I was a huge fan of this series. I thought this was really good. And this series came out the same year when Pop Team Epic and I think Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid came out and other great animes that came out during that year. I think including uh, Cell Network as well. Uh, the first season. 
but I could be wrong. But but uh, but still, this is this is gonna be good because usually during the anime seasons, the winter, spring, and fall seasons have always been good. Have always been a good launching place for anime. Summertime, not so much. Some uh, a lot of the summer animes tend to be hits and misses. Once in a while, you get like a hidden gem here and there. Sorry, folks. But um, I they're gunning for a um, a summer. Re- no, they're gunning for a spring release uh, for the spring season, the spring anime block season. So I think that's a smart move because I think it would. I think the series would have the sequel would have been lost in the summer season. But yeah, so this is good. You know, like I said, uh, we called it uh, our anime of the year that year with uh, Pop Team Epic. And uh, it was good. And it's good. If you haven't had a chance, it's on Netflix right now. Watch it. And if you like it, if you're a fan, you know, if you, if you, if you like this series, if you're a fan of boxing, or if you're a fan of uh, Champion Joe, watch it. And then wait until April. You know. And then we'll see how they continue the series. Not only that, but also a huge announcement that happened earlier today. Um, way earlier today. And it was during a live stream of uh, GFS 2021 in Japan. And they showed a minute and a half trailer, preview trailer. And announcing that the second season of Cobham Slayer uh, is in production. And that is interesting because we're talking about the same series that drew a lot of controversy back in 2018, just in the first episode alone. And everybody was making a big deal about that first episode, but then they just jumped off after the second episode. You know, I think they were just like there for the moment and just, you know, want to see what the big fuss was about. But if you actually stuck through like I did. A really great series, really dark, a really a, a really good dark fantasy series. That was that that's been well made because uh, a lot of the dark fantasy series in Japan recently haven't been really. I wouldn't say really been dark fantasy. It's more of something else, but this is by far a really reminder of the heyday of dark fantasy. Um, it did it does give off a lot of berserk vibes um even a little bit of a conan the barbarian vibes of the book series um but it was was still a good series it's still a good series um it was um the series ran for 12 episodes Uh, you can watch it on crunchyroll they did come out with a theatrical episode called uh god's crown I'll admit, I was I, I was more disappointed than anything with that because it was just like a cash. Think if if this was on, I would have been but in theaters, that pissed me off. So I'm sad. Um, in production, that's good. So give or take, I'll say maybe winter of 2021 to or sometime 2022 because it was released in October. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to shoot for it next year. 
for Moses Wayne. on it. All right, and um, I guess that's it for this week. There's really nothing much happening, you know, besides the death of um, Sophie. I don't want to get into that because it was a very tragic, sad death. Um, she was a uh, she was special. She was a special artist. She went on to, even though she only had two releases, two album LP releases, but they were both great in a, in a way that for the club scene, the dancing, the electronic scene, um, those two albums kind of really left their body of work to show that, you know, there's still more there's still more out there there's still more that can be done there's still more that can be created keep pushing the boundaries and I think Sophie did you know and I'm sorry to hear that she passed away um, at a young age too but you know what they say in music some of the greatest the great uh the great artists die young, but their body work, but their body of work that they left behind can speak for themselves. And I think, regardless of just two albums, um, I think uh, that body of work in those two albums can speak for themselves for Sophie. So yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to me. Thank you guys so much for uh, being here with us. Well, being here with me for for this week's show. Next week, we'll be going on some more crazy adventures and maybe have a guest or two or so later down the road. Um, just want to thank you guys so much. And just remember to uh, be kind to one another. Keep your uh, social distancing, physical, you know, uh, physicals and social distancing. Have a mask on and be kind to one another out there. You know, um, a little kindness can go a long way. Alright, so until then, I am Captain Katz. Thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys have a great rest, a great rest of your week, and um, keep doing you. Alright, take care. <laughs>